Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Hi. Yeah. I work in a Pringles factory, and actually, the pe- the pizza Pringles, they're made of rat poisoning. You should know. <laughs> I've been watching rabbit processing videos, or I guess I, I should say I, I watched one rabbit processing video, and okay. it's a, it's like it's kind of it kind of makes me feel a little weird. Rabbit? Like, oh, you mean like taking them into like a full formed rabbit and then turning it into food? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's it's pretty rough. And this um, is the part where we rip all their skin off. <laughs> Well, the the skin part's not so bad. It's more so it's like, I mean, this guy was pretty nice about it. Uh, I feel like most of those old school guys are like, oh, and this is a piece of meat. And like he's walking up to like a chopping block holding the thing by its back leg and it's kicking all over the place, like flipping out. Like this yeah. guy was like holding it in the crook of his arm and, and oh. the little thing's head was like nestled in his, in oh. his elbow. Does and that make it just, better or worse though? Well, that's what he said. He was like, you know, rabbit, uh, rabbits uh, uh, are a really easy animal to raise. Uh, it, you know, getting up early and feeding it and, and, and breeding them, that's the easy part. There's just, you know, one terrible second that you have to deal with in order to raise rabbits, and we're about to do that right now. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. God. <laughs> so oh. He, he walks over to this thing that he calls a hopper popper, and uh, – and uh, it's basically a piece of angle iron that has a three-quarter inch rebar welded to uh, welded to it at a like a forty-five degree angle, and mm-hmm. uh, it's mounted to uh, the wall of his garage. And he sticks the the rabbit up underneath it, and like he just helps it like lift its head up a little bit. So he basically catches the back of the head in between the V, and then he just goes pop. And just like like takes its back legs and like what is it like a guillotine? No, it just it breaks its neck. Oh, which I mean to be honest, like out of out of all the different ways I've seen uh, uh, people kill animals for slaughter, it it seems relatively humane. It's I, called I, I a don't... rocker hopper. He he called it a hopper popper. Hop. Oh God, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah. hopper popper 3000 yeah the hopper popper 3000 it's a piece wait. of rebar man i thought he was gonna do something terrible like i don't know oh, like, wait so my, it's kind of like a giant mouse trap but for rabbits no it's it's even simpler than that like just imagine like if you take your your index finger and your middle finger and you splay them out uh i mean like it seems like he pulled real hard uh, so I don't think it's as much about speed as it is about, uh, critical force. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, you got to do that real good. Otherwise it's going to be even more sad. Yeah. That, that was something that I was like reading in the comments. Uh, you did a disservice to everybody by showing them, uh, a humane way to kill a rabbit, but not showing, the entirety of the death because then when they see that the rabbit's kicking around for 30 seconds after they yeah, think they exactly. did something wrong, they, they, they feel undue stress because yeah. they don't realize that there's still a lot of, uh, uh, air quotes, electricity left in the, in the rabbit. Yeah. Um, which I get, like, I understand that. I mean, there's, there's a, there's, that's just a, that's an animal thing. You know, like you kill an animal, it's dead, but it's yep. still going to move around. Yep. Um, 
so you know same thing here it basically showed like the first couple of seconds uh which i mean i i, I think it, it's a lot worse when you're prompted to that kind of thing like horror movie making 101 yeah, you kind of have to prompt your audience that they're about to see something scary in order to prime them. To That's feel what we're going to do. All right, Tim, this is how we're going to get our make rich get quick fast. What we're going <laughs> to okay. do is we're going to have a horror movie, and it's not even going to be good, but we are going to have a portion of it where we do slaughter a live animal, and then at the end, the, the, the words are going to say, all animals harmed in this movie were harmed in real life. <laughs> and then we're going to get such a critical mass of like death threats from oh, PETA yeah. Yeah. that even though we shouldn't get any publicity, the mm-hmm. p- the PETA is going to create publicity for us. Oh, oh yeah, uh, that, it's like the uh, the Trump effect. Yeah, yeah. like exactly. you, you can you can go and spend like I don't know a, a quarter as much on your campaign as all your competitors. But uh, That's exactly you, you allow the public media to just, you know, run wild with all the dumb shit that you said. And they're yeah. like, oh, can you believe this? Can you believe that Trump said this? Can you believe? And every yep. time some kind of alt, alt-right nut job read something that Trump said that was weird, they were like, hmm, I'm beginning to like this guy more and more. This is, yeah, uh, exactly. This is ridiculous. This guy absolutely gives no shits about anyone but himself. He hates yep. the world and the government. And yep. I'm, I'm voting for this guy. I, I hate I hate the world and the government. He hates yeah. the world and the government. Yeah. This is legit. I'm, I'm all about it. It kind of right. reminds me of a show that I've been watching, um, Hate Thy Neighbor. Have you heard of this? Uh, so uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Jamali. Uh, Jamali Maddox. He is a stand-up mm-hmm. comic. And he has been employed since by Vice, which I, you know, I do and I don't like. Uh, I've heard Vice described as the hipster wing of the liberal establishment. Yeah, it it really is. And and they don't do a fantastic job on a lot of stories. uh, But this particular time, it's it's very superficial. And, hey, you know, it can be superficial because it's on a dumb topic that Mm -hmm. apparently people need to hear more about. Uh, Hate Thy Neighbor is effectively just uh, this stand-up comic that goes to extremist groups and appeals to them for interviews. And he makes jokes at their expense in these little snippets of stand-up comedy in between these interviews and seeing into the the dark, seedy underbelly of these uh, extremist, racist, crazy groups. Mm-hmm. Um I guess the one thing that really surprises me is the array. There's a lot more racial, racially oriented extremist groups than than you'd think, or that I thought. Um, like, of course, you got your neo Nazis. Like, as soon as you begin the conversation about racial extremism, it, the neo Nazis are always coming. They're, they're at the right. top of the list. And it's like somebody's like, "Hey, you know, like, uh, name your your." top least favorite it's like it's like <laughs> racial hate groups. groups it's like your top your food groups you got your neo-nazis you yeah. got your <laughs> i don't know exactly it's it's kind of hard like i was thinking like oh surely they're uh, gonna uh, run out of content <laughs> yeah you got oh no <laughs> well you've got the neo-nazis but then you've also got the people that wave confederate flags yeah which are which like there's overlap Mm-hmm. But there's also they're also different distinct. You hear a lot of the same rhetoric 
they they all talk about family. Yeah. They all it's talk a- about nationalism. They all talk about heritage. <laughs> they all about licking, talk about licking boots. It's yeah. It's <laughs> to, I don't know. Well, to a certain extent, like a lot it, of these guys are of the persuasion that they are in fact the you know proverbial police. Like it, it's their responsibility to ensure that order is upheld. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, you know. I mean, the the Third Reich was a white supremacist organization that hated mm-hmm. Jews, Catholics, communists, and any non-white gays, um, gays, retarded people. Yeah, and then anyone I mean, deemed not not Aryan or I mean, and the Confederacy unfit. was literally creating a separate nation on the cornerstone that slavery as the most important i don't know aspect of mm-hmm. a free and just society that without free labor that you couldn't have a society oh man yeah it's so it makes sense it makes sense why they would they would have they so had a lot common. to lose though and i i kind of like if i'm trying to okay so let's let's you could have a thought experiment right let's imagine that you're discussing these types of situations with uh, uh, someone who has been born and raised in the South, uh, and I was born and certainly, in the South. Uh, yeah, you you absolutely were. Um, well, I was but, raised. I wasn't born. I was born in Idaho. But I mean, Idaho is kind of like the Deep South, but in the Northwest. Where you born? I mean, like, like, it really doesn't matter where you were born exactly. It's like, okay, let's say that you were raised within a Idaho's culture. Idaho's conservative as hell. Okay, yeah, you were raised as conservative, and I was raised as conservative as hell too. Uh, but like at a certain point, like these people are are going to, um, they're going to find themselves within a culture that teaches that these these tenets are ultimately good. And we've talked about rock flipping before. Like we know, I we know about them flipping rocks. You flip know, rocks over, you find all kinds of weird shit underneath. We fucking them. we love to flip it. Exactly, it's that nasty ass worm that has the the Gatson flag why, wrapped why around it. And it's like, man, this is redundant. There's so many fallacies. <laughs> Yeah, was that, that worm has it's like giving me a high wait, right now. That's weird. Wait, the <laughs> wait, the worm, the worm has a thin blue line uh, flag <laughs> on it, and it says, "Please scratch." Let me find here. I'm gonna. I got a. Okay, I got a quarter here. I'm gonna scratch the thin blue line. Oh my god, there's a Confederate flag underneath it. Oh my god. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, kind of what it is, like. I, I would think it would just be like a straight up like Nazi flag or I don't know like some other it would probably be the um uh what is that the the uh tomahawk that's wrapped in um uh oh shoot what is that called you know what I'm talking about the symbol for fascism or it, there's a, a lot tom- well there's one in particular that was associated with with a tomahawk who the fuck why would you use a like a fucking tomahawk for fascism like that's native american people they didn't invent fascism yeah the original symbol of fascism was the fasces it was an ancient imperial roman symbol of power carried by lictors in front of magistrates it's a bundle of sticks which feature an axe indicating the power over life and death okay well i obviously don't understand the roman origins of fascism much like i don't understand the i get it. Ph- philosophical origins of cynicism i well i don't think it was because like so the it was the italian fascists right 
so they were trying to dig deep into their roots of nationalism, claiming oh, that they were all inherently Romans. The, the okay, wait. So is this some Mussolini shit? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can uh, attribute that regime with the formal uh, nomenclature of fascism. Blood and soil. Mm-hmm. National Fascist Party. Bingo, bango. I was uh, talking with my buddy about uh, post-fall of the Soviet Union. There mm-hmm. was a group that came out of that during like the mid-late 90s. They were called National Bolsheviks, and that's yeah. um, fascist communist. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's fascinating as hell, especially when you consider the millions of Russians that were mowed down by Nazis. You'd think you would have a bad taste in your mouth for uh, the taste of fascism, but uh guess not. Yeah, and they even incorporate some imagery that looks... Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking uh, um, red, white, and black, uh, so the colors <laughs> are there. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's basically the, the Nazi flag, but with a hammer and sickle instead of a swastika. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Somebody made fun of me one time before not knowing who those people were, um, and I thought that it was a little bit rude. It, it's something, honestly, no one should know about it. I think Tucker, Tucker Carlson screams about it every once in a while, so I'm assuming the person that made fun of you for not knowing what national Bolsheviks are was probably a Fox News watcher. Uh, I would I would call him like a, um, I don't know, like a center right you know something something like that not, I mean, so a fox news watcher kind of like kind of like a neolib like that kind of thing um wait oh they so they well so they weren't a fox news watcher no no they wow. were not I, then i have no idea why they knew what the fuck nasbol was because no one fucking knows about NASBOL. oh uh inter, international studies major well, then they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that'd, be fuck like, themselves. that'd be like me getting pissed off at some fucking normie for not knowing a goddamn fucking, like, Shakespeare play or some shit. Like, you should, oh, you should you get don't, mad at me for that. You like, don't know the glass menagerie? Like, you don't... Uh, I, feel like every time, I feel like every time there's a question on one of our tribute games that oh, has yeah. to do with something I ought to know, I, I miserably fuck it up. <laughs> you don't know who Tennessee Williams is? What who are, the fuck are you is even Tennessee American? Bill, Bill, wait, wait, who, who? Tennessee, Tennessee Williams? What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who is this guy? You know Tennessee Williams. Uh, is he a uh, is he a famous um, movie person? You're joking. <laughs> you, streetcar, streetcar named Desire. Is, is that a, is that a Netflix series? Oh fuck off! You're just you're just, <laughs> you're just playing dumb. Anyways. But that'd be like the equivalent of like some fucking that that's so bullshit that some like international studies fucking major got pissed off at you for not knowing who the fuck Nazbol was. Like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, well I was I was going off about uh communism or something like that and uh like that's not even like that's that's like the most like niche of communist. It's just like this fucking fringe group that popped up because the goddamn Soviet Union was dead. It, it's it's like people uh it, it, that's the entire situation that I was discussing earlier like these folks are associating things with words that they believe have importance it's symbolic interactionism at its finest like what what does the meaning of the name of your country actually have to you apart from the value that you're going to give it 
Like if somebody is going to associate communism with Russia and thus associate every other movement that's ever come out of Russia uh, with communism by proxy, like who am I to be able to try to reason with that type of blatant irrationality? Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Nobody can do that. That's the whole problem with the extremist groups to begin with. You can have a guy who's, uh, you know, a multiracial stand-up comedian that, you know, happens to have a high enough charisma score that he's not getting beat up left and right by all these people, but still is, uh, is uh, ethnically plural enough to be able to integrate into these conversations <laughs> that, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's very noticeable that, at first blush, he could say something as simple as, hey, like, why is it that you, like, don't like people that look like me? And and then they're just like, well, I just, you know, I don't, I just don't think they belong together. You know, I don't, you know, you can't. And then they'll, like, make a bunch of movements with their hands and stumble over their words mm-hmm. and then say a bunch of regurgitated, parroted bullshit that they've heard a million times over that means absolutely nothing other than, uh, you know, like, I feel uncomfortable in my head. And I need to make sense of the world around me, so I'm going to yeah. do it with this ritual that I continually play with with me and my other um, uh, homo buddies. I mean, yeah. like it, it seems like there's a whole lot of like tension. You know what I mean? Sexual there's tension. A, yeah. There's they a whole lot. Like, of, there's a whole lot of sexy tension. They just like make out with another dude. Like, yeah, it'd be fine. It's like a. It's like a. Um, like a late eighties, early nineties action flick. Like they're all kind of like that mm-hmm. they they all want to like take each other's shirts off and like yep comment on e- on the size of each other's dicks and stuff like that yeah and if they weird. would just do that they wouldn't be fucking fascist mm-hmm. and the only reason why it's weird is because it's like that you know they, they they're they're like a lot of them are actively against that type of thing as well like exactly. the one that i was watching earlier was like the, you know they're 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 obviously congregating uh you know all they're all cisgendered males that are congregating or are together. they? <laughs> That's what they claim. That's what they claim, right? Well, because if they were to oust themselves as they want to be able to hang out than... with all their hot Nazi buddies anymore. Oh man! Well, worse than that. Well, I'm talking about the like the whatever Jewish cult. I can't see. I can't even keep them all straight. I don't know what their fucking names are. I don't care to know what their names are. But um... they, well, they couldn't hang out with all their sexy. Jewish guy friends if they came out as gay because exactly because the Jewish cult hates the gays but yeah. as long as you hate gays you can hang out with your sexy gay hating Jew <laughs> friends what is it where does self-hatred come into all this I feel like there's got to be an overrepresentation of of self-hating people in these groups like yeah, that, that has to I be a like common you, factor. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably fair. You, you take your own hatred and you mm-hmm. siphon it off into hatred for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the think pain that's is fair. Evident. Like you can see it; it's like written all over them. Mm-hmm. Everything you say, and they just keep going back to that same old bullshit because they're uncomfortable with every other part of their being. Yeah, it's like they're so uncomfortable with themselves; they have to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable about the other to make yeah. themselves to validate themselves but even still it's mm-hmm. still a, like a a cycle of self-loathing it's very strange yeah they they funnel into hatred for other people a lot of them i feel uh i i feel uh, a legitimate compassion for uh because 
they do they do seem well i mean i'm not saying that like i'm gonna be compassionate to the degree that i'm gonna prop up their ability to be able to say or do whatever they please but there are definitely two groups of racial um racist extremist groups you know on one hand you have the uh the impoverished idiots uh that did my life's so bad well, they never I mean, knew any better. Yeah, they like, don't they know any better. They were just always fucking dumb. And well, they don't even know any better. They're dumb. Society has left them in their rural mm-hmm. hellscape yeah, of just much. opioids. Every girlfriend they've ever had doesn't have any fucking teeth because of meth. Yeah. You know, all their buddies have died from DUIs. Yeah. Like, their only hope is to work at the local factory for $10 an hour and you don't get any paid time off yeah. or to sell drugs. And, and they, and they think that their job at the factory was stolen by a black guy because of affirmative action, but right. it was just because the corporate owners decided that they were going to uh, cut the amount of people that they were hiring because exactly. they were going to outsource to a different location. And exactly. they're not putting two and two together because they, they don't right. have – an expansive enough view to be able to right. recognize the it, societal issues that are truly going on. Yeah. And those people, actually, I do feel bad, but I, I mean, I don't yeah. associate, I mean, that's just someone that's just like uninformed, right? Like, um, yeah. but I mean, I guess they're just as, I mean, and I guess those looking people for, are the people that are most susceptible to hate groups. Exactly. They're looking they, for help. They're looking for a, a community. Right. Right. And they're looking for community. And at the same time, you know, you turn on like MSNBC or whatever, and you got Hillary Clinton calling them deplorables and whatever yeah. else not. So, I mean, it doesn't help. And, and a lot of them are. That's the other group, right? The people who are aware of what they're doing, the people who are intelligent enough, who have come from affluent backgrounds, who are so far But those are just like grifters, right? What? Those are just like grifters, right? Grifters. Yeah. They're people that are... They're, um, they're, I mean, they're I mean like not all of them, but a lot of the ones... Preachers. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing is wrong, but they still see an ability to be able to profit of it by... Uh, establishing a movement with them at the helm. Yeah. So it's, it's like, hey, you know, like if I need a if I need a mercenary group, all I need to do is find an appropriate scapegoat that enough people can be fooled into believing is that I mean they're they're usually the leaders of the organization. Like I think that we can find compassion for individuals who are at the entry level ranks, the young folks, the dumb folks, the disenfranchised people. But yeah. the farther you work your way up the ladder, like the 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 middle managers of racial extremist organizations are <laughs> um, the worst of the, people of on this racist earth. factory co yeah yeah just the worst <laughs> absolute worst like the people at the top at least they're like i don't know like darth sidious or something like i mean they're the absolute evils like, okay well you know the uh uh your 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 presence is is very scary uh you know you've made it like i i can understand why you would want to continually reinvest into this ideology because it benefits you greatly but the middle manager is still getting shat on to a certain degree and they're trying to like work their way up the racist corporate ladder (laughs) it's like what the fuck is wrong with you such a strange (laughs) analogy good god (laughs) it's not even benefiting you yet like you're like middle manager bob your racist numbers aren't where we want them to be (laughs) you need to go to all your little racist fucks below you and get those racism numbers way up there. Yeah, get those racism numbers up. Your your uh your KKKPIs are too far down. Your cat. KKKPIs. KKKPIs. He says. 
my god, holy shit. Holy shit. That is that is to this day the most fucked up part of um, oh of like corporate America. Ku Klux Klan performance indicators. Performance indicators, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 cross burning, um, you know, that was a uh, it was something we really relied on you to light evenly and uh and one side fell off and all we had was what looked like a a J with the with the little curl on the bottom that fell off, and it's really quite a disappointment. We expected that uh, to be a fantastic spectacle, and you ruined the evening for all of us. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. I saw some guys on this show that like tried to set up a swastika. It's like, yeah, real master racy. They couldn't figure out how to lift the damn thing up. There was like 20 of them, and they couldn't figure out how to like build it and lift it up. It's like, good god, like. Did you- at a certain point, you know, you should integrate that into your feedback loop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or Master Race. Some guy's trying to explain why um, why mongoloid people are like cats or some kind of bullshit. Like uh, cats. Yeah, he's like, you got, the, you got these people who look like that animal and these people who look like that animal. It all makes sense because I have two hands and I can point them in different directions. <laughs> and like, what? No. <laughs> Why don't you yeah. like me? It's like, I, I don't know. I'm just a fucking racist. Hey, so the the Kelo, Kilo or Kelo versus City of New London. Yeah. I, I had heard about that a while back. It was probably well, in, um, in uh, what was it, 2010 or so when I uh-huh. heard about that kind of thing. I didn't, well, when was this? This was 2005. Uh, so, yeah, I had heard about it around then whenever well, uh, the well, Bundy story in Oregon was popping up. Oh yeah. I, uh, so I knew about imminent domain, but Mm -hmm. I had logged it in my brain as if it was like a cornerstone of just the American ethos of, yeah, of course the government can come and take your land whenever, if it suits the, the greater good or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I shared it is because I didn't realize it wasn't until 2005 that became an official thing the state could do. Well, to to uh, basically remove it from a private domain and then appropriate it for public domain and then by sell giving it, it to another private to domain. A, a private domain, <laughs> exactly. And that's the part that I think fucks me up the most is that it's kind of like this guise of the greater good mm-hmm. in that. If it was purely for, um, yeah, <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you I, can't I could, even guarantee that. Like, I, what, what with all the shit that's going on about police officers, I think that a lot of folks are finally, re- you know, waking up to the fact that even if you have good cops, the entire yeah. power structure that centers around the ability to monopolize violence is going to allow for some fucked up things to happen at some point to the degree that it would probably be better to just not have at least not formally a recognized police law enforcement agency. Yeah. At least not in the way that we think of it for sure. Yeah. The specialized group things is an interesting concept, but I don't want to detract from the story. This is, this is quite clearly, uh, a great example of state-sponsored capitalism, or uh, better yet, the the indistinguishability between our government and private corporations. 
I mean, they're they're effectively the same thing here. And then they go through all of this this legal jargon in order to justify to the people why what they did was okay. It's like, I look, I, 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 I'm not going to try to be uh, an apologist for private property to begin with. You know, I think that there's there's some certain fucked up components that, you know, that we push to the back of our mind in order to justify private properties in general. And this yeah. is probably, in this particular instance, uh, a piece of property had fallen into disarray uh, and then was appropriated by the government with the promise that another private institution would be able to improve it in a Make demonstrable fashion. <sighs> Which, so I mean, of course large. you can't prove that. You know, you have no yeah. idea that that's going to be the case. You can't tell the future and know that beyond the shadow of a doubt that the housing market in the general area is going to increase in value due to whatever kind of development is going to occur from that private ownership. Especially if you're going to recognize that private ownership in the same capacity that you did as the previous private ownership in that the government could continually take and redistribute that private property to other private institutions indefinitely. Mm-hmm. That's just ridiculous. Like you, you, there's that's that's unchecked power. I mean, I don't know much about the the instance of the uh, kilo versus city of New London, but the only mm. thing that I could think of in uh, relevant to my life is we've got the uh, Bernheim uh, Arboretum, which is also like a nature reserve, and mm. we've got LG&E, which is Louisville Gas and Electric, trying to use similar eminent domain. Uh, previous legal standings to say that um, Bernheim not being cool with them putting a fucking pipeline through their nature reserve is impeding um, uh, progress. It's impeding uh, development of, yeah, I don't know, more houses that need uh, natural gas, right? Mm-hmm. And so I can't speak on the, the kilo versus city... Made of new London, but it's an Mm -hmm. argument that can be made by LG and E, but at the same time, fuck (laughs) them. Well, I think if you're, if you're going to try to utilize that argument, uh, the, the one in relation to the natural gas pipeline being built through the Bernheim uh, conservation area. Uh, I mean that, that especially makes sense, but is immediately discredited once you consider why people are so dependent on that type of utility to begin with. If we had um, a a more uh, if we had a decentralized utility structure that allowed for a more sustainable energies or appropriate utilities, okay. Um, but it's a it's a concept that developed back in the '60s, uh, and if we had built our infrastructures around those types of utility systems, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have to even worry about carting in. Uh, natural gas via a pipeline because we would only use the energies that were available to us in the general area. Oh. And, that, and the same could be said about a good many resources. Like that's just, that just ought not to be an option. Like, sure. Right. Maybe it is really efficient or maybe it is really cheap, but it's like, why is it cheap to begin with? The only reason yeah. why it's cheap subsidized is because out the wazoo. exactly it's subsidized or, you know, they, we have this infrastructure that's currently in place. Like imagine, Driving from uh, Florida to California, right? That's going yeah. to be a relatively expensive process. 
But how expensive would it be if roads weren't subsidized? Hmm. It would become extraordinarily more expensive, and chances are you wouldn't be able to make it there. Yeah. So even the process of you know, the utilization of slave labor or indentured servitude or wage slavery over the course of time in order to build fucking roads as part of public programs, it, that effectively is going to prop up the car manufacturing industry who oh, is yeah. probably lobbying for those roads to be built in the first place. Right. And <sighs> that, while simultaneously uh, ensuring that any form of public transit is destroyed on the onset exactly anything that poses a threat i remember when we were in college i was reading something about i don't know if it was some company or whatever that was proposing uh an international train system but i haven't heard any updates on it so i doubt it's made any groundwork (laughs) yeah because the first question out of a lot of those politicians mouths is probably how do we make money on this yeah if we can't make money on this and or it it alleviates the average consumer from having to pay us money why in the world would we support this like it doesn't benefit us explicitly why would we do it it was cool as fuck though like uh like went around kind of like the entire exterior of the nation. So if you kind of like imagined an mm-hmm. outline of the outside of like from New York down to DC, yeah. down to Atlanta. Cool. Now I can't remember if it touched Florida or not, but then it like went west and mm-hmm. to Houston and Phoenix and San Diego and went up to yeah. Seattle and came back around. I was like, damn, that'd be dope as fuck. And they're like, first we're going to make the outline and then we're going to do all this stuff in the middle and connect all these other cities. I'm like, damn, that'd be so cool. Yeah, just imagine like a grid system that ran all over the United States. Oh shit! Yeah, it wasn't that complicated, but that'd be cool. That would that would destroy a lot of well, metropolitan areas' infrastructure as it stands currently. Because so, if you have that ease of transport between rural locations versus metropolitan areas, people would immediately uh, dispense themselves from uh, uh, population-rich areas. Fuck, everyone already lives in the fucking suburbs. They left the inner cities to, like, poor black families. Yeah. I wonder how many people, I mean, if given the opportunity to cheaply leave the area in which they were living, you know, along with their their, their families, their support structures, so on and so forth, and just go out to, like, I don't know, Wyoming, uh, and, and just, like, set up, like, a little farmstead or something like that, how many people would just do that in a heartbeat? I don't even know. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so like one of the one of the most common issues that I hear. Uh, okay, so let, let's imagine that we're engaging in a little bit of good old uh, round the table Thanksgiving rhetoric. <laughs> All right, we're we're at our classic white family Thanksgiving. Quite a classic, classic white white milk toast, white <laughs> guilt. Yeah, uh, yeah. That 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 family reunion. Okay. And um, somebody makes the random comment like, man, you know, minimum wage should probably be higher than what it is. And then somebody else makes a random comment. I don't know. How would you respond? How would you respond, uh, <laughs> uh, racist asshole Jimmy? <laughs> I guess I'm the asshole. Okay, you're the asshole. So I'm no, like, I'm hey, the asshole. you know, minimum yeah. wage when a minimum wage should be higher than seven dollars and 25 cents an hour i think that you should get a better job a better job yeah if you want a better job if you want to get paid more you should get a better job 
Well, better job. Where's the better job at? You you gotta you gotta have a skill. You gotta have a skill. It's worth. I don't have. Or something. I, don't, I don't have a. The, none of, there's no schools close by. Go and and I, get I can't a skill. afford any of the schools because I can't make enough go, money to do go, that. There's always something you could do. You gotta do what I did. You go, go be an apprentice or something. Go go be an apprentice, but the apprenticeship is like way off in in God, you know, butt fuck Wyoming. That's your problem. Go go move to Wyoming. There I can't go. move Problem to Wyoming. Solved. It's too expensive. No one cares. But if it was cheaper, <laughs> if we paid people more money, everything would be more expensive. You fucking idiots. You guys don't know nothing about inflation. Inflation. If you knew about inflation, you wouldn't want to get paid more money. Because if you got paid more money, you would just have to pay more money. Money's not the answer, man. Like, paying people more money, I, I think that really is, I, I like, it, it's a Band-Aid. It's, it's always going to be a Band-Aid, right? Yeah. And and I'm this is no. speaking from someone who it it's has a difficult time wrap, wrapping their mind around the idea of inflation, at least from a philosophical we, standpoint, we, um, because it's all it's all a construct, right? Uh, it's all a construct. So, why is it that inflation in a society like ours is necessary? Like, what's it's not what's gonna the fucking happen? We haven't had inflation for forever. What's the functional value of inflation? Because I've actually heard value. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not an economist. I'm not even going to pretend to juxtapose. All, so, all I only things that I can say. I've heard that it, it's related to interest rates. Like it has a lot to do with returns on interest rates. Well, our interest so, rates have been basically practically negative for a long time because, like, not for people like you and me because we're laymen and we're not. We don't. We're not us. privy to the to the pockets and the coat strings of uh, federal banks yeah. and things like that, mm-hmm. right? But basically, there's like this. There's this huge. Just imagine like a giant bathtub just filled with money. There's mm. trillions of dollars that are floating around the global market, and mm-hmm. all of these global elites don't want to invest any money in anything because they're worried about turning up a bad investment. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's kind of like a standstill mm-hmm. where no one wants to invest because no one's investing kind of situation. And because of this, like global interest rates are like zero percent or negative in a lot of the time as far as these these mega banking institutions and things yeah. of that nature. Everybody's I mean, waiting for and then, a, somebody else to make a move. And they're like, I don't want to react. Like, exactly. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um yeah, it's bad. It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, even still, like, uh, if you talk to your parents about what interest rate they got whenever they bought a house, I mean, interest rates for getting a loan for a house used to be like twelve, thirteen percent. Like, I, I, I don't want to be misquoted or wrong, but it used to be a lot more. And oh, like yeah. now, you can get like it's low, nothing. Like what, three percent, four percent, five percent? Like yeah, something in that range. Like it, it's insane, exactly. and that's for us like fucking peons, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, even even with the even with the awesome interest rate, whatever. I, I so one of the situations that we so I, you know we, we're considering buying a home for all those listeners out there, and yeah. uh, you know we're we're searching you and your sex doll emporiums and my sex doll emporium. I got to have a place to store all my sexy sex dolls. All your used sex dolls. Uh, then, well, that's right. That's how they're so cheap. A small price that fits. It's a price that fits. Uh, 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 a small uh, price uh, that uh, fits. Uh, 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 uh. 
so I'm trying to find a, a house for me and, and my harem to stay. And it's hard because the, uh, the market, they say, is uh, very hot. It's a hot market. Mm. Ah. Spicy, spicy, spicy hot. But interest rates are low. Well, because interest rates are low, but then again, couldn't you say that the uh, the lack of people, you know, buying assets or trading or investing and so on and so forth is going to so dramatically affect real estate prices that uh, I, I mean, like it, I think it causes people to do a lot of stuff that they normally wouldn't do. In this particular area, people have been buying and selling houses at a very quick rate because of their incentive to do so. Um, uh, based on their, their their physical location, they 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 uh, they have a permanent change of station or PCOS in the military. Because I live close to a military base, people are always popping in and out. Uh, mm-hmm. So these guys come in, they immediately want to buy a home. Whenever they leave, they want to sell the home. I don't know why they think that's a good business decision, but because that's the case, and everybody has the opportunity to be able to buy a house. When I go to try to buy a house, I cannot find one of of a value that I think is reasonable. So yeah. I'm stuck in this like weird little like uh, arm wrestling match with everyone that's trying to buy a home. Yeah. And all these sellers are just like, nom, 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 nom. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to like put as many houses out there as I can. And a lot of these houses that I'm actually seeing that are being sold are houses that were not resided in. They were additional properties that people owned and were waiting for the perfect time to be able to sell them. <laughs> I have this extra house I've been sitting on for the last billion years. Yeah. And uh, now that the market's hyperinflated, I think I'm going to sell it. It's fucked up. Like, I mean, it, it was one of those up. things. It's like, hey, if uh, if I had known about that earlier and uh, then I wouldn't have to arm wrestle all the other people over it. And they're fucking asshole capitalists that are like, oh, well, you can fight people over it. You can pay me yeah. more money. <laughs> yeah. And supply and demand, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's another thing that's also kind of shitty about um, low interest rates is it like hyper inflates the market because money's cheap. Mm-hmm. So people overpay for assets more than they would normally pay for a thing. Because it's yeah. like, well, normally I would have to pay a higher interest rate over all these years. So actually, I can pay a whole lot more money for this thing than I normally would because I have such a low interest rate. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. See how that's that works? Because yeah, money's cheaper, cool. effectually, over time. It's stupid. Oh, it's all fucked, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the primary difference being that a lot of these folks that are looking at the interest rate, or, you know, re- rising and lowering uh or uh the percentage inflation over time uh are business magnates and captains of industry and people that are making decisions with their little pawns uh making a phone call and and cashing another bajillion dollar check and i'm over here trying to figure out where i'm gonna where i'm gonna store all my sex dolls where am i gonna store them i don't have a place so i have a i have a physical need I have to do it. Exactly. I be fucking you, exactly. Homeless. Well, other other people are playing like f- with their fucking abacuses, you know, doing like little maths to figure out how much money they can steal from people. Mm-hmm. It's like you're forced into this hell game of just like what whatever it costs. I need somewhere to stay. I guess I'll pay it whether I want to or not. Exactly. And, or other people are taking advantage of that. And like, <laughs> precisely. Excellent. 
Yeah. And they, they shouldn't have even had the opportunity to do that to begin with. Uh, and of course, this is all a bit of a moot point as I do find myself in the situation regardless. But I, I don't think that you should be able to retain property that you're not using. Like it doesn't. Who who was the uh, classical liberal thinker that said that? Because I think there was some old timey. Was it Locke? I can't remember. It might have been Locke. I'm not sure. Who said that? Basically, you have to. What makes like property yours is you have to apply labor to it. Oh yeah, that's the labor theory of property. That's John Locke. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, I, that I was his there's... justification of private property. But I didn't. I don't know if he was necessarily the type of person uh, to. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if he was like the um, the guy that said, "Oh, well, if you're not using it, you should lose it." Yeah, use it or lose it. Uh, this guy was. Um, so you can only you can only. Uh, uh, oh no, that is that's his first treatise actually. So he's got three treatises. First uh, one, <laughs> use one, it or lose it. You, Number two, you use always it wear or a condom. You lose it. Number yeah. three, tequila shots on Sunday. <laughs> Dude, you know them all. You are well learned, <laughs> Jimmy. I love it. Hey guys, what's Nailed up? <laughs> I'm the cool teacher. <laughs> I'm cool. Use yeah. it or lose it, bros. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna learn. How to chill. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the art of chill. I'm yeah. going to teach you all about classical liberalism. Important. Like, I like I don't... Uh, just going off the first two, I feel like these are kind of common sense things that hypothetically, if was reinforced in a capitalist system, mm -hmm. it, it would make it uh, at least bearable, if not okay. But also, it's something that would never be reinforced within a capitalist system because it goes against everything most fucking ravenous capitalists believe at their fucking core. So, like, if you had something like this, it'd be like, hey, uh, Bezos, you're not doing shit at any of these factories you own, so you can't own them. Yeah, well, you, you can't own them, so... Um... It, I think it all goes back to the ability to be able to enforce the law. And if you don't have an ability to be able to enforce the law, then you're not going to own fucking shit. It doesn't matter. Uh, so, like, the guy can say all day, it's like, I own this company. It's like, okay, well, actually, I own this company because I have this militia that says that <laughs> yeah. you can no longer own that company. <laughs> It's so like classic you. feudalism kind of warring lords. I am the owner of the Amazon yeah. warehouse. No, it is I. And just whoever's the strongest hulking dude gets to be the proprietor of the Amazon warehouse. Mm. Well, I mean, that that's kind of how it is now, except the we it is I. muscles with bags of money. Exactly. And it's, it, that's 100% it, which I don't think is necessarily a better way to go about it. Like, it it's, seems to be almost identical in my mind. Like it, yeah, it's I it's it's I'm trying. I'm having a hard time deciding if it's better or worse. Cause like instead of outright killing their opponents, they've just enslaved them and forced them to work. Yeah, with money. Yeah, oh, it's like well, God. you can't you can't eat if you don't work. So it's like I I don't even care. Like I control everything. 
So yeah, and and you. at the same time, there's there's that difference of like it's not my responsibility to make sure you have a job to acquire money to make sure you don't yeah. starve. Even if it's I have not, no jobs, it, yeah, it, it's not. It's a it re- removes the responsibility factor as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to the grocery store to buy your own meat instead of making it yourself. It's like I'm I'm not the one that butchered the cow. Mm-hmm. The cow just came to me butchered. Magic. I have I played no role in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the, the food chain gets pretty fucked up too. Uh, and it, I think a lot of that is also instituted by laws. Like there are many areas in the country in which you cannot. Um, well, yeah, first and foremost, if you don't have property, you don't have as many rights. Uh, and, Period. Yeah, exactly. End like statement. if you if you You're lease, of a how are you going to grow your own meat? Like that's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you no, go out true. in the woods and like kill a deer like hell no <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> i mean yeah and you can't vote by mail if you don't have a place to stay and yeah. you can't you don't you know if you don't have a an address to have mm-hmm. a driver's license to have a state acquired id to prove who you are to to say that you live in a certain area to vote since that's all like your your ability to vote is based on where you live right you have to have some district it's like you mm-hmm. have to have some evidence that you have some landed vestige within the place showing that you're serving some fucking fealty by paying goddamn taxes to say mm-hmm. that you do have the right to choose who controls your entire fucking life. Like you are not a fully fledged person unless you own landed property in the United States of America. Yeah. You have to be a landed family yeah, or a landed person. <laughs> if you're not, then you're, you're not even a, you're not even a fucking person. Like your, yeah. your, your land means more than who you are because your land pays taxes. Uh, yeah, effectively. Um, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah, or you, your I ability to be able to exercise labor. Um, I mean, as someone who is forced to labor, because once you've reached that upper echelon where you're no longer making money off of your time, um, and instead, you know, making it off of the capital in which you've either a accumulated in a perfect yeah. society, or b and most likely inherited or stole, right? Uh, then. It, it gets perpetually worse at that point. Uh, like, there's no way to justify it. So now, like at this point, speaking pragmatically, like like you see all these people in the streets. I heard that uh, that Chaz, which became Chop, is now going to be invaded over the next couple of weeks because there who? was a night uh, by the state. Oh, uh, there were shootings. That there was a shooting, and a 19 year old guy died. So uh, now they're saying that because that occurred and um, when when police were going into the area in order to try to, uh, you know, bring order back to the to, to, to that mm-hmm. that violent situation, they had a difficult time getting in. So it's like I know they're zeroing in on that. And normally if you if there was a 19 year old guy that had been shot and killed. It would be anything novel about it, but unless yeah. every single fucking thing doesn't go one hundred percent perfectly right in this in this little in this little society that's that's right. bubbled up, then they're going the to explode gonna come down it. On it. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, exactly. well now we have justification to <laughs> yeah. go in and fucking clean your clock. Like you all are going to get so fucking murdered. You get have no down. idea. Yeah, it's just like how oppressed the, you're about to get. The police murder somebody. Yeah, it, that we call that Tuesday. You know, someone dies and it's chop. Not, it's not novel. It's yeah, an it's, atrocity. Exactly. It's like, well, look at what this lawless society has brought us. It's like, dude, people get shot all the fucking time. That's yeah. not. That's not an unusual thing. 
at the same time based on per capita it might be a might be a high death rate i don't know how many people are residing in chop it's like well, well I one mean, like, out of 200 people one out of 200 people is like, yeah they're like one, they're just dropping in like this flies zone. huh they're just dropping like flies well and that's also there's there might be a um a uh, a higher death rate if there was like let's imagine that five people were to die or something like that and that was a that was a significant statistic that raised the eyebrows uh you know for for legitimate reasons other than just like a random act of violence that is now being used as a scapegoat to go in and you know yeah maintain order I mean, I haven't been able to find reliable information about CHOP, and uh, so I haven't Me been... Um... Wait, what? Me neither. I, I, think it's, I think it's actively being censored. Not to say that it's like that's the reason why it's a legitimate thing, because that's certainly not good reasoning. But yeah. the fact that we can't find reliable information about it, I think... I mean, we've discussed it before, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and I think it has a lot to do with... Uh, uh, you know, they they fear copycat situations. Like they yeah. they don't they don't want this spreading across the United States. Being like, oh wait, you mean that we just have to throw five bricks through that guy's window? Yeah, and he'll, the five he'll, brick he'll principle. Yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have an entire Wikipedia page called the five brick principle. Yeah. <laughs> if These the first the five... brick doth not work, throw it <laughs> the second brick. <laughs> yeah. If the second brick does not work, throw the third brick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in the streets. I'm not protesting. You know, this is, this is beyond me. Mm-hmm. I I feel no right telling people how they should or shouldn't be behaving themselves. I got, I've got nothing. I'm a little pussy pants bitch boy who doesn't want to get the COVID. So well, I just I don't, I don't see it. I, I'm and I'm not trying to disparage anyone that's out there doing their thing, but I just don't see it doing much. Uh, I mean, you can have in, entire groups of people that. I mean, it's more than doing nothing. Uh, well, yes. I mean, like you are spending your time and you're making yourself feel good, and I think that's great. Uh, and like I said, I'm not trying to disparage anybody. Like you do you. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, like I, I like I like to talk to people. Like if I feel like somebody has a different opinion from from what I hold, then I try to talk to them. And hopefully, over a long enough time span, if enough people are doing that, then there will be some kind of magical change in the general ethos of our society or some kind of bullshit like that. Um, but as far as that's concerned, like there is no incentive for the power structure to change how it has been. There have always been dissidents. There have been dissidents for as long as, as, uh, as, as I've been alive, certainly. And, and there have been many hundreds of years prior, uh, to the powers that be, uh, and you assume that if enough people are going to, uh, protest or make their numbers known, that that volume will be amplified based on the quantity of people that are bolstering it. Yeah. But I think that even if you have 99% of the population that says a certain thing needs to be changed, that 1% of the population that ultimately has their finger on the button to change it is not going to do so unless they believe that it's in their incentive to do so. And as long as they have the power to do that, then they will maintain that authority. And it's situations like this that give us that example. Like, peaceful protests are great. They sound good on paper, but they're not doing anything to change. Like, chops changing shit. Like, it shows people that they can take over 
a municipality you know, on American soil. That's weird. Yeah. That's something that doesn't happen every day. And I think the reason why they're they're dancing so lightly around it, instead of the the mayor and or governor immediately sending in the National Guard and just murdering the fuck out of all those people, is because they recognize that that's that's how that's how you create a revolution. That's how people are ultimately going to rise up is right. when you start murdering them in mass. Yeah. It's when exactly. you've gone too you make, far. You make martyrs. Mm-hmm. You make martyrs and you make an example for everyone right. else. It's like, hey, so look, they gotta, they're going to kill you regardless. You got to get out there and take it for yourself. Right. So you basically create a situation where you have to allow it to exist long enough to hopefully refute yeah. itself or it cannibalize itself. Mm-hmm. Cannibalize itself. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, have someone be shot on its premises to go, oh, look, see, we're trying to be reasonable. We're trying to let CHOP exist. But. Look, someone got murdered. Now we got to go and do something. Yeah, so we got to go do something. I think that even that phrase, because that's effectively what they said, even that, it, it, it pays mind to the fact that they can do something. It's like, now we got to go do something. It's like, well, what are you going to do? It's like, well, we're going to take the police force. Well, we're going to go and murder everyone that's there. Dollars. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. You're going to go and murder everybody that's there because someone got murdered for being there? Doesn't that <laughs> seem counterintuitive? Yeah. I actually this is this is probably where it's all going to come to a head. They haven't mentioned when they're going to go and try to take it over, but unless these people disperse um or organically, whatever that's going to look like. Yeah, I don't know go, going back in their apartments. Uh I, <laughs> you know, just dispersing. Um then people probably will die during this. And when people die, I wonder what the reaction of the general society will be towards those killings. Like, if they can spin it in such a way where they say, they oh, well, these, these domestic terrorists, these anarchists, you know, we had to dominate, oh, yeah. uh, were, they were, it was an insurrection. You know, we had to quell the uprising lest we have chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, people can choose to accept that shit. That goes all the way back to the beginning of our conversation. We were talking about the fucking, fucking racist. Um, yeah. They, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to have an opportunity to choose what you want to believe. Um, the human mind is, is kind of interesting in that capacity. Like you can, you can know in one part of your mind that what you're doing is right or wrong. But in another part, if you know that it benefits you to ignore that first thing, then why not just do that? <laughs> like the the founding principle of our society i I think things are still going to get a lot worse before they get any better yeah i'm i'm kind of fed up i'm just like looking for an opportunity to do something meaningful like i I, i'm glad that we have this podium like this is nice thank you listeners for for tuning in and and checking us out uh you validate us you make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside you are so great you're like a snuggie around my heart (laughs) Exactly. Um, <laughs> we got we got to do something. I, I I don't know what that is. I don't think that it's driving all the way to chop and waiting for the incoming police force. Oh yeah, no, fuck that shit. That's probably not the right way to go about it no. because I, I want to live like a like a long and healthy life. Well, um, and I don't I know don't, about healthy, but at least long. Uh, 
healthy and however I'm going to define that. I'm going to push all those notions of what I know to be healthy to the back of my mind while I pretend that health is something else entirely. Yeah. (laughs) Health is just like good vibes and uh, I don't know. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Feeling good, being happy. Yeah. However Uh, I want to define that. (laughs) Good vibes and camel crush cigarettes. Oh, yeah, so many camo crushes. I'm not even going to crush that little bead. I'm just going to be like, I have the option. Choice. That is the most This is true restraint. No, man, you're addicted to cigarettes. You're not restraining it. Oh, no, look at me. I do not even crush the little bead inside my camo crush cigarette. That is how much restraint they have. You're on your fourth pack. It's been two hours. (laughs) It's not restraining at all. I don't need it. I don't need it. And then you're just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> See? Hey, you're totally right, actually. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, but the the I, I might be smoking this crushed cigarette in my right hand, but in my left is an uncrushed cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I am the alpha and the omega. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, sh- 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 I'm trying to develop a cult over here. This is this is the the time and the place to do it. <laughs> this is not what Chop is about. Yeah. It's, what are you is, doing? This is what it was always about. You got your, your crushed. You got two kinds of people in this world: the crushed and the uncrushed. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will you be? <laughs> oh my god. Actually, I said that with too much gusto. I actually crushed both. <laughs> oh, there's a cop coming. We should get out of here. <laughs> he, this is our leader. <laughs> Everyone who comes must go to him to find out whether they are among the crushed or the uncrushed of society. And that's how cult leaders are born. The uncrushed are the pure. The crushed are soiled and dirty. <laughs> so, do you think that this will be looked at as, um, as like the uh, the the Waco, Texas incident? You think it'll be held in the same regard? It depends on how many people get murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it might be like Occupy Wall Street, where they just come in with bulldozers, and people are of other, of their own volition can get out of the way, and they'll just move it out of the way unfeelingly mm. um i mean because that's what they did you know in uh what 2010 2011 when all that shit was going on and mm-hmm. uh we've already forgotten about it so um i don't know they, so they they used bulldozers i mean i they had a lot of cops come through with like billy clubs and stuff like that but Jesus. like as far as like having stuff there like the ones that actually created some kind of something similar to a chop situation where they have physical things there to be like, this is a place that we're creating within this public place. That wasn't a thing. Yeah. They just took mechanized vehicles and just moved them out of the way and got rid of them. I mean, I don't think it was very glorious. I mean, I think it was like a hit and then everybody runs. Yeah. I think it was kind of a chop situation Mm. of um, them not saying when they were going to come in. Oh, just surprise people in like the the early morning or late night or something like that. Yeah, exactly. When mm-hmm. people were pro- were like just sleeping in tents or whatever, and they got woken up to getting cracked in the head. 
Yeah. Not knowing what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Time to go. Time to yeah. go. And then, and then, you know, they go in with the bulldozers and shit like that. And then, you know, they come back the next day and everything they had created is destroyed. It's like, well, I guess we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. That's what, why that, uh, um, the, the Tiananmen Square video, uh, is, oh, yeah. I think it's so, so profoundly, uh, it has so much weight, mm-hmm. uh, for the viewer is that you know that it, it, it as you know exactly how it's going to end up like you, you see the tank that's slowly moving toward uh towards this uh this schoolboy and uh uh and you know he's going to die like there's you know no doubt about it but yeah. he's simultaneously like offering himself up and removing like he's he's demolishing the power structure simultaneously just like, look, I mean, you can run me over, but as soon as you do, like, you're going to empower my cause, you know, to to the degree that if enough people are willing to give up their life in this sacrificial fashion, it, it's going to cause a movement that's going to send ripples into the future, and you're going to have a very difficult time being able to continually prevent this from being the case. It's like, people have been offering themselves up as lambs to the slaughter for, I mean, for for a very long time i i think it's it's part of the uh the western ethos at this point um <clears throat> especially when you consider uh the impact of evangelical christians um belief systems how many uh, of those you, fuckers been fucking offering themselves like lambs to the slaughter though well very well i i i hesitate to say very few of them because a lot of them would support so it's it's difficult to say because on one hand, like if you're talking about like a like a true okay, so if I say evangelical conservative, I would say none. You know, it's it's pretty easy to say it's like well, if they're conservatives, they're not going to be out there protesting because they enjoy the status quo, and then they're just going to simply utilize their beliefs as being this uh, this kind of multi tool that they can just like bend to their will um in the worst kind of fashion but if you're talking about someone who actually would believe in that type of thing actually try to emulate a jesus character then i think that they would willingly sacrifice themselves immediately i mean like that's kind of the whole point of the character is supposed to be self-sacrificing someone that eschews all of the uh the supposedly fantastic material things of modern society in favor of these lofty ideals and philosophies that uh, you know speak volumes of of goodness and morality, you know, versus all of these other things that can be had, you know, uh, power, uh, material wealth, um, uh, you know, and I mean, inadvertently, those things kind of like the whole like meek inherit the world thing rings true there. You know, if 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 that if that can be said about that guy that gave his life. Um, being run over by the tank. I mean, like, you know, he, he, he might not have inherited the, the earth in the way that we would see it in the materialistic sense, um, but he, he certainly was able to grab all meaningful power from the other, uh, the other characters in that video, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he ain't getting run over by a tank. Yeah, I... I how long do before you think people are going to start like setting themselves on fire again? Um, I mean, that was like a Buddhist monk that did that. I don't think us Westerners uh, didn't. Someone do that recently? Yes, that's that's why I'm bringing it up because I heard of somebody doing it, like on the White House lawn. Oh, jeez, 
not like know, recently, recently, but like within the last year. Um, man, it happens in India pretty often. But aren't those like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, self emulations? Oh, like somebody's setting them on fire, and then mm-hmm. Jesus, maybe. We didn't we read an entire thing about that about women in India and that they still have to use uh, oh, yeah. uh, oils or whatever to cook flame, like to cook with and stuff like that. So oh, it's so like, oh, what do you know? <laughs> Our daughter accidentally set herself on fire. You know those how those daughters are. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my impure daughter accidentally set herself on fire. What a coincidence! <laughs> oh my god, bummer. Uh, yeah, it's cra- yeah. Like I guess we just won't have a daughter anymore. I swear to God, um, we've read it. We did it. We've done this already. Well, you can see Arab Spring protests. There was at least fourteen. Uh, the 2010-2011 Tunisian Revolution. Um, that was the self-immolation of Mohammed Bouazizi. Uh, 2011 Algerian we, protest. You're not helping. You're not helping your argument of saying it happens in the West. You're you're totally right. You are totally right. Um, which, based on this article, I don't really see. Yeah, exactly. We don't do that shit. We don't do that. Not because we're more advanced or whatever it's just we like not going to mcdonald's burnt. too much yeah <laughs> it's like every time some westerner is about to set himself on fire he's like you know i could go to mcdonald's or i could just like i don't know buy a gun from walmart and kill some other people instead yeah we have uh we have different outlets yeah and the <laughs> you see the east are respectable and when they want to murder somebody they just set themselves on fire mm-hmm. we're in the united states instead we go and kill other people when we feel bad mm. <sighs> yeah, yeah that's interesting Kev, because the whole like spree killing whatever thing seems to be a fairly uh uniquely western especially united states phenomenon with how easy it is to acquire firearms but at the same time, it would appear that in East Asian cultures and the Middle East, the uh, setting self-emulating is a uniquely Southeast Asian, Southeast Asian, Middle Eastern phenomenon. So, you know, perhaps mm-hmm. we have something to learn from each other. We could do like an exchange program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We could, we could have like some self-emulators come yeah. over here and teach to us the, how to set us off on fire. To the and, benefit of both cultures. You got some multiculturalism yeah. going on. You just want to trade them around. <laughs> it's good. You know, that's a little diversity for you. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to say the self-emulators are more pure and better people. Yeah, that's it's a good point. Uh, I'm making the call now. <laughs> Yeah, well, it it probably says something about just how narcissistic uh, and um, and materialist the Americans are. Oh, for sure. Uh, versus the rest of the world, like I mean, like if if we think that we have the ability to, I, I was watching a video on Thanos the other day. Okay, oh, and I okay. think that that kind of sums it up quite well because Thanos, which you know probably doesn't surprise you. I mean, we discussed a lot of other fucked up bullshit, but Thanos yeah. in one of the most recent fucking superhero shits uh w- did the thing where he like killed a whole bunch of people like his like yeah, he snapped his fingers and he killed like half the people in the universe yeah, or whatever right right um it was randomly randomly chosen half mm-hmm. of the people he was exempt 
for some reason. Of course. Right? Of course. Of course. Like, we don't even question it. And I think it's because we come from a culture that doesn't inherently believe in justice or fairness. No. It's just like, oh, well, of course, like, the person who's establishing the justice doesn't actually have to be submitted Enact the justice on it. himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, they're, they're exempt from it. Like, the, the, the justicar is pure. Like, we just need to, like, just bow down to it. It's fine. You know, like, so in essence, if we view ourselves as being this Thanos character whenever we pick up a gun— Yep. Uh, we're just like, okay, well, now I have the ability to be able to snap my fingers. and I, I am just, the law. I am the law. Yeah, cowboy uh, uh, and the self-imposed law that is bolstered by Western sentiment, uh, like the movie franchise or the movie genre mm-hmm. um, in, in which you have like these, uh, you know, these, these morally good characters that have to institute laws from within themselves because you have this uh, this place that is in the natural order. Like the worst thing that you could possibly imagine is the natural order where your your life is uh, is chaotic and and inevitably brief unless there is some type of order that is established based on this moral good character, just this intrinsically moral good person. Right. <laughs> imposing his morality onto the lawless society yeah it's it's like like i'm 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 becoming increasingly like less uh or or, or more lenient on on this whole like gun control uh debate but uh since the beginning of hearing a lot of people go off about this whole second amendments thing uh it's like well I, i feel like the there's like a negative correlation with how much you talk about second amendment rights and how much I'd like you to have a gun. Like, it's just like, mm, yeah, you brought the it up one too many times. About it, the more I want you to have a gun. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, well you don't care about it that much, which means I don't think that you're the type of person that's going to go out and try to like exact justice. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like the person that talks about it all the time. It's like, I don't know if you should be allowed to have it. Yeah. Actually, it's like, yeah, you, you like, you know, your rights a little too well, bud. I, I mean, like, it's great. We should live in an informed society, but I feel as though you just kind of, uh, you just bought this thing hook, line, and seeker. Somebody <laughs> was like, hey, do you want a magical card to be able to just randomly take someone's life? He was like, yeah. It's like, ah, eh, fuck a card. Here's a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck a card. Here's a gun. <laughs> okay, cool. It's like, okay, so what you need to do is find a bad guy, and then you point this thing this murder machine right at that bad guy and you pull <laughs> you the trigger and they go, it. And they go away <laughs> they disappear they vanish <laughs> Poop. oh god why did you shoot me it hurts that's not what the gun salesman told me he told me you're supposed to disappear what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> i was I'm on bleeding. my way to the orphanage to donate <laughs> this food and now they're gonna starve <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'll die here. Oh God, why'd you have to shoot me in the liver? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite organ. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> my brain's getting jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We were going to die and get old together, <laughs> but I do the work here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brain's not jealous. Uh, what am I saying? <laughs> and uh, where are all the places they can find us, Jimmy? 
All right. If you are, are interested in calling us a cab, you can do so by emailing us at syndicatepowerman at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at syndicatepowerman and send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at syndicatepowerme1. We would love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us. And if you are listening to us through any listening apps out there, please, for the love of God, please, seriously, for the love of God, please, God, please, like and review the show. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people find it. <laughs>